I had to first uh, re realize what I could, what I was doing that was giving you a negative about me that I didn't love you yeah. or had any, had no, no care about you. That, that for me was hard. I'm like, oh, how could that even happen? But I had to look at myself. Well, how have I been responding? How have I been available? How have I nurtured this relationship? You know, especially we're family. And to me, a family is is a, a should be a close relationship. I know it's not for everybody, and I'm still working on some of those areas of my family that have kind of slipped away. But I desire to have that closeness again. So that was the first thing, and that was me, because I get to control how I respond to my family members, the people that God has put around my life, my friends, my neighbors, whatever. So that's just about me. I can't expect everyone else to change so that they can, right. I can like them or interact with them or whatever. So that was the first thing, was figuring out how I was putting off a vibe that was uh, not approachable. Um, and that was hard for me to really. Everybody, it's Monday, the last Monday of November. Can you believe it? Tomorrow's December. My name is Tina Frank, and I have a beautiful co-host next to me. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Bonnie Violet, and I'm so glad that you're here for our our final episode of season one. Wow, I can't believe the season's almost or over. I guess over in like one hour. That's yes. <laughs> yeah, it's been three months. <laughs> wow, time flies. Yeah. It's pretty wild. It is pretty wild. So how was your weekend? Did you get to go to Oakland for Thanksgiving? Yeah, my weekend was cute. I ended up going um, uh, going to Oakland and hanging out with a couple of friends. And um, yeah, it was really, it was really nice. I feel like it's been a while since I like, my friend is all into like the, all the zhuzh of it all, like oh, or the formality. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and so it was kind of like, it was really nice. It's been a while since I've kind of been around in that scene. So it was nice to kind of like just sink into that sort of environment. And it was just super sweet, super tender kind wow. of day. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. How about you? How was yours? I had an amazing holiday. Um, I'm blessed most of my family got together, although we did we did keep it small, trying to be conscious of some of those things. Um, I normally host in this year my daughter hosted mm. and I survived. It was fine. It was uh -huh. really, really weird. She's right here. So watch what you say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She wasn't the one who hosted. She oh, wasn't early. Yeah. Oh, okay, Charlie didn't you. get to host this year. Um, mm. Chantel and Mark hosted this year, but it was, it was nice. We missed Charlie and her family because they couldn't be there. Um, so I'm yeah. grateful though, that she got to uh, spend time with her in-laws also. So, but yeah, so it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Like I said, really low key. It was fun. It was just weird for us because we're usually the planners and, you know, Monday before the holiday, you do this Tuesday before the holiday, you do this. And mm -hmm. we didn't have to do any of that. So it was just really kind of weird and, right. and nice. I will, I will say. Yeah. You just had to show up <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. They didn't even let me help clean up. I offered it numerous times and mm -hmm. like, no, no, we have a system. I'm like, okay. 
All right. So. You're like, I get that. I get that because I have a system too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the food was fantastic. The company was amazing. I just, I just love it when we can all get together. So mm-hmm. I'm spoiled. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of interesting how like, yeah, like we both had maybe different experiences than we've had in a while. Yeah. All, that's true. all thanks to probably COVID. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mostly thanks or, to COVID for sure. Yeah. 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 But it ended up being kind of sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, it's, it's amazing to me how, um, different, how events, I don't know, traditional events can be so amazing no matter how it's all put together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The tradition of Thanksgiving is amazing in itself, but it's a, awesome to me to hear how other people celebrate, how they do things, different dishes that people have mm-hmm. based on how they've grown up or where they've come from. It's just, I just really enjoy all of that. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. So, what did you do the rest of your weekend? I know you went to Oakland just on Thanksgiving Day. What did you do? You had a long weekend. Did you do anything else fun? Well, um, you know, so tomorrow actually is World AIDS Day. Um, So, once a year, they kind of recognize um, people who have been living with and have passed from HIV and AIDS. Um, and so the church glide that I'm involved with, they actually, uh, reached out to me and asked me to like say the prayer. So I was oh, able oh. to kind of say the opening prayer for both of the services on Sunday, which was really cute. Of course, awesome. I got all up in my head. Like it was like, <laughs> it was so funny. They asked me at first and I was like, no, what, why? No, no. And I'm like, girl, why wouldn't you like, are yeah. you kidding me? And so, um, so it ended up being a really great, you know, opportunity just to, you know, it's not that big of a deal. You say a few sentences, you know, you set a space. It's yeah. it's magical, right? It was cool to be a part of, but of course, you know, I got to get nervous or whatever. That's <laughs> so, how, you know, that's how it works. I think it's because you realize the importance of the opportunity, no matter how small it may seem. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think about that more and more as I get older. That the, the opportunities that we have, as little as they may seem, the impact they truly have is just amazing. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, and the funny thing is, though, about those sorts of things, when you try to, like, I don't know, like, in those moments, I feel like I want to say the right thing and do it the right way. And then it's always, like, that thing that you didn't plan to do mm, <laughs> that true. is, like, sometimes the thing that people, like, connect to um, more. Yeah. Do, do you find that that happens when you just kind of let go of um, the script per se? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. I, yeah. I find that too. When I, when I'm speaking to, to group or, or doing any type of teaching, I always have my notes, but I find that when I allow me the opportunity to, when my mind goes, Oh, tell this story or oh, go over here that I, if I do that, a lot of times that really is where the impact comes from. All the other yeah. information is good, but this that seems to be the connection point for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've had a I've had a lot of opportunity of telling my story over the years, whether it was as a person living with HIV when I was young, to now being a person in recovery, a big part of our, or even just being a spiritual person, a big part of what we do is we give testimony and we share our story. Yeah. And uh, once I got into like recovery, it was definitely suggested to me that like don't think about what you're gonna say just show up pray about it say a little prayer show up and then just trust that whatever's gonna be said is gonna be said because we could 
like think about it like regardless of how old we are our narrative is huge so to try to talk about our story in five minutes 10 minutes 20 minutes like it's (laughs) it's impossible (laughs) so you're right you're right yeah and sometimes I have to remind myself that the process is for me just as much as it is for other people which for sure like that's like that's the magic of it right so it's like if I can have a if I can talk about what's relevant to me right now that's mm-hmm. probably worthwhile, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And isn't that, isn't that so funny how we go into a situation thinking that we're there to, I don't know, add something to someone's life and, and probably, mm-hmm. but it's so amazing that there's a, there's definitely a give and take on both sides. Yeah. And it's, that's, that's amazing. If we're, if we're open to it, if we're not, then sometimes we can miss something pretty, pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, we could get so caught up into having that experience and not even really pay attention to to what what happened with it, what could have happened for you or what happened just in general. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So quick question. Uh So I heard you describe. (laughs) No, you should be safe. I think you're safe. You should be safe. (laughs) So I heard you describe things as cute. I've never heard cute used in that capacity. So is that just Uh a slang that I'm not familiar with? Or am I, I missing an opportunity to use that word in another fashion? I don't know. I just, I just, um, it's like a few years ago, I just started using it um, kind of in a place. Usually I say it when I'm like, usually I'll say it when I'm referring to, to like maybe a trait or something that, okay. that I do that I'm not really proud of, or like feels like it's uh, like uh, not age appropriate, if you will, maybe. And I'll say, <laughs> oh, like, that's not cute. Um as in, you know, it's just not cute or yeah. sometimes I'll just say it just because it is a little weird. Like it's not something you hear all the time. And so it just was something I just started using um, a few years back. Yeah. I like so to what use you're it. Saying, so. But not saying is that you're a trendsetter. Right? It, no, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Because I wonder now if, if people that uh, that you're even they're doing life with or people that mm-hmm. are engaging with you will start to pick up that. Because I know I do that. If I hang out with someone long enough, I start picking up some of the things that they say. So that'll be funny. Yeah. If I ever hear yep. that from somebody else, I'm going to laugh hysterically. Just so you yeah, know. no, I definitely noticed other people saying it, or you know, or <laughs> and uh, I pick up what other people say all the time yeah, too. Yeah. Um, That's why they tell us certain ways to speak when we're raising our children. Don't say that in front of your kids. Right. (laughs) Understand that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They totally pick it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's so subconscious. But I think it's also a way that we can, like, again, it's like how we tell people we hear you and we see, you know, if we start using words that you use, as long as we're using it in a way that's endearing, you know, sometimes you can take it so far where you're, like, taking on somebody else's culture or something like that but for the most part it, it can be kind of a cute thing that you can you know use to yeah. connect with one another yeah that's funny huh. tara <laughs> tara my cousin she said i say i say it too maybe it's an idaho thing lol oh, okay uh, it could be it oh, could see? be see it's happening yeah. it's happening it's <laughs> <laughs> well, i feel like it was really big a couple years ago at least in my world um but oh, who knows that's funny um, so isn't it, isn't it interesting the things we pick up on? I'm like, oh, I don't think I've ever heard of it. And you did it twice. Oh. It, 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 I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna have to ask him about that because I You're am like, definitely is, missing something. What is all that all about? Does that mean something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <'Cause laughs> a good portion of my life be, hate being called cute. Mm. I was like, don't call me cute. I'm not cute. 
you, you don't yeah. just call me cute. So that was, that was just funny. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, side, yeah, no. Side trail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and, and I like I liked being able to kind of like flip things. Um, but I think it's important for me to be like mindful of that too, you know, yeah. like if, um, if you know somebody's not really into that sort of thing, then it's like, um, you know, you try not to refer to them in that way. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's funny. Charlie says, uh, she says it to her kids all the time. Well, oh, so obviously I'm not hanging around with you and the kids won't. Mm, I, so we'll I have guess. to remedy that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. So anyway, so I'm going to laugh if I start saying it eventually or if someone else says it to me, I'm just going to laugh. Anyway, anyway, just thought anyway, anyway. <laughs> no, it's fine. I know some, of what we're, some of what we were going to try to do today was kind of ask, maybe just ask some questions of one another um anyway and kind of and maybe even just kind of around why we I think a good place to start is like why did we decide to identify ourselves um the way we did when we like started the podcast as like a conservative Christian woman and a transgender queer drag queen like what what does that mean what did that mean to us to like identify that way as part of this podcast or is it how we identify all the time or would we say you know like I don't know what are your thoughts on on why you were I know I remember like I remember wanting to like kind of put that label on you like is it okay for me to say like would you say you're a conservative Christian or like what like how would you label yourself but I remember thinking like is she is she not like how would she see herself Hey y'all, it's me again, Bonnie Violet. I just wanted to take a second and thank my Patreon members. Patreon members are folks who contribute on a monthly basis, anywhere from $3 to $150 a month to support the work of a queer chaplain. Big shout out to Victoria Thompson, Jason Brandt, Brandon Stanton, Kim Silva, Brandy McCarg, Randy Sandnot, Bob Kaiser, Joey Heckmeister, Violet Rhiannon, Gabriel, Jonathan, Patrick and Todd Atkins Whitley. Thank you so much for your continued contributions. And if you're interested in joining the Patreon, just check the link in the description. Go to patreon.com forward slash Bonnie Violet. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I think I see myself differently every day. Uh, just based on, I don't know, what I'm doing, where I'm at, what, I, what I'm in pursuit of. But I think overall, um, the uh, title or description that we put is is pretty accurate. Um, I'm pretty conservative, and which is, for those of you who've known me my whole life, that's fairly weird because I wasn't always conservative. But I've well, just, go ahead. I was going to say you're not, you. yeah, you weren't necessarily like the conservative one in the family. Oh, definitely ne- not. Necessarily. I mean, you were always a no. church girl, but I don't I'm know. Not, not always. <laughs> well, I think what, that's all you remember about me. But yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, I wasn't always conservative um, and conservative in the fact of just the way I live my life, not not politically. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, but yeah, I'm very much conservative, meaning that I, I am very, um, conscious of how my life impacts people. I'm very conscious of, of what that responsibility is. 
uh, when I do something or say something in a public setting of people that know me and ha may have a certain level of respect for me. So for me, that's what conservatism. Mm -hmm. I do have conservative beliefs based on uh, my core values and mm -hmm. who I am as a person and the kind of person I want to be and the, and the spaces I want to go. So that conservative, um, I think, fits me well in that regard. That may change as I mature and, and grow. But right now, I think that's a great um, space for me. Mm -hmm. Mature, not just gray, but <laughs> mature. Um, although I think in the, in the culture, mature, that's the first thing they equate with is older in age. Mm -hmm. And I think um, that can be true. But or for wisdom. me, I'm wisdom. wisdom and say that's what I can equate it with is wisdom. And when I say wisdom or maturity, I mean like third grade level wisdom because I still have a long way to go. But yeah. I'm not kindergarten wisdom mm. anymore. So so mature is moving. So hopefully I'll begin to be more and more mature as I go. And of course, I'm a Christian. Um, mm. I love Jesus. Um, he's the leader of my life and my heart. Um, I intend to spend eternity with him when that time comes. And um, I could be, say, known to be the local Jesus freak in my neighborhood. Although mm -hmm. all my my neighbors still talk to me. So that's a good thing, right? Right. So, so yeah. And so, and, but Christian, the it's just being Christ-like. The whole desire of my heart is to be more like uh, God or Jesus and mm -hmm. that means walking in love and patience and kindness and to be giving and and also to be courageous and strong and uh, full of wisdom. So, right. so yeah, I think that that describes kind of where I am and definitely where I want to be. So, and is is being conservative? Would you attach that to the type of Christian that you are, or is that kind of not necessarily separate separate of, but in addition to being Christian? I, I think so, because I, I think um, conservative can be, um, and that's why I clarified, conservative can be perceived as lots of different ways. Mm -hmm. um, for me, the conservativeness that I uh, attach myself to is based on my core values for the life that I choose to live. And um, so for me, that's what that, that means. For someone else, I know if in a political realm, it definitely mm -hmm. puts you on a side of the line. Um so, you know, that a lot of people look at it like that. So, yeah, I guess that's a good good way to look at it. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and I know, like, a part of, like, a part of, I think, why, um, why I kind of wanted to play the identity cards, if you will, um, in getting the podcast going was just so that people could, I mean, I think that we're two people within the identi identities that we described ourselves as are maybe perceived to have not been like people who would hang out. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or would get and, along. And and that's, I think that's because of how the culture dictates those categories that we put ourselves in. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's a big line and I know we've touched on it before, but the, and a big difference between the culture that we live in and the space that we're called to be in. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because not always, sometimes, but not always does our culture allow us the room to be kind and loving and gentle and respectful, you know. So I, I don't know. That to me is something that's very important to who I am. I always want to be in a place where I'm approachable, where I'm teachable, and where I can be around other people and learn and grow and encourage one another. So that's that's just very important to me. So 
How about yeah. you? Tell us a little bit about um, why you chose the description that you did. My labels, my labels. Oh, I, hate, I hate that word labels. <laughs> That's your self-description of who you I, are the day we decided what that was. I know my identifier, however way we want to change. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's interesting because I mean, I, my spirituality and my understanding is to really just get to a space where I'm completely integrated. And I really feel like identities um, can separate us. I think that they do form a function for us in the world that we're in, but I think that it's, it can be limiting. And so uh, the older I get and the more I grow, the, the less, like the more identities I kind of grow out of. Um, and so I guess for me, it's like, those are the identities that I've really been trying to um, to hold and, and kind of um, integrate into myself um, okay. a little bit more so. So like um, being trans to me is, you know, has to do with my gender identity, um, not identifying as being male, not identify as really being female, but somewhere um, in between. Um, and or maybe I just don't feel like, I don't know. I just feel like it's not, it's not, um, <laughs> it's, I wouldn't say, I want to say like not normal, but that's a bad word to use, but it's just, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it doesn't fit into the um, stereotypical oh, male cool. or woman box, which really isn't real anyway, because there are lots of men, there are lots of women, and the way that you present and the way that you act and do things is different. And But there is a perception of how men should be and what they should do and what women are and what they should do and how they should act and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And so I don't feel like I fit into that. Um, into either one of those. Into either one of those, yeah. So, and, so I just want to understand, and I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So you're trying to embrace that a little more and, and become more that, right? Yeah, Not I trans, mean. Or trans, I'm sorry, I mean that, trans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, okay. I feel like for okay. me, it's a part of myself that has always been there. Like I wasn't meant to be the type of guy, say that, and I don't like say like that my, say that my father was or maybe even wanted me to be right. Or even say that culture tried to dictate you to be culture. Yeah. We'll say that. Yeah. And so I think for a long time too, I just wasn't in a space and an environment in which I could really just let my spirit out. Cause I feel like my divine nature, like God, the God in me, like the spirit in me, like that's feminine to me. Like that's where my femininity, I don't know if that's where I hit it. I don't know if that's where it came from, but it wasn't allowed to be on the outside. And to mm -hmm. me, femininity was like, being soft, um, not being tough or not speaking up loudly, or, you know, I, I had a lot of hand gestures and the ways that I positioned my body that were seen to be as more feminine than what men would do, so to speak. Um, and so I think, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, it's, it's really interesting, but I just feel like I've, for so much of my life, I haven't been in a space in which I could just, um, show up however I want. You know, I don't know why okay. I feel, yeah. you know, I don't know why I feel better this way. I don't know why I'm like, I love who I am, you know, mm -hmm. in this way. Um, but that's just, that's just what I know to be true. And I know that it's a gift of God because until I started really having a spiritual life again, I never had the um, audacity, 
that would word come to mind to okay. to to just be to just be honest with who I am and to 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 do what I want and to to feel what I want and to seek my desires and that I have desires and that I have wants and to like to actually like really like go for them like and experience and the, experience them because for so long I just told myself I wasn't allowed to mm-hmm. for a number of reasons right okay yeah um, I get that yeah so who knows <laughs> where <laughs> and then the gender queerness is just an aspect of like still not like it's not like I'm 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 feeling like I'm not a man so like I want to go I'm not the stereotypical man or the you know, I wish there was better language but I know that people know what I mean like I didn't fit that man purse box so it's not like I'm going to the woman box either because I also in my understanding too I don't have the concept of what makes a woman a woman and what makes a man a man right. a man is a man and a woman is a woman and the things they do and how they do it is up to them you know, that has nothing to do with um, whether they're a man or a woman. Um, and for some people, they might have a different sort of relationship with that, and that's fine. But so I think that's for me, it's just like, I don't, <clears throat> I, I don't see myself being in either one of those boxes. Um, okay. And being some, I feel like I am more on the feminine side of things. But I'm also still, um, you know, I was, I, I was, I was assigned male at birth. So my body is a certain way. Um, and so, yeah, I think for me, it's just, I don't know, I feel like I'm not really explaining it really well. Okay. <laughs> I, can I ask you a question? It uh-huh. may not be an easy one and I, I don't want to offend you, but are you are you changing another one stereotype for another? Because I, mm-hmm. I hear, hear me, hear me, mm-hmm. my whole thought here so that we can have a conversation. Um, and I'm willing to have a conversation with anyone who wants to engage. Um, cause I, I agree. There's definitely a culture of a stereotype that we were, have all have been raised in and it has mm-hmm. been kind of glamorized or, or I don't know what that, that glamorized, probably not the word or made solid in our minds right. by, um, I don't know, Hollywood and all those things up to a point, you know, men were supposed to do this and that, and they were supposed to be tough and strong and don't cry and all these crazy things. Women on the other side were supposed to do, you know, all the cooking, the cleaning, the, you know, barefoot and pregnant, all that crazy stuff that came up. So we know that none of those are real as far as genuine. It's just a a stigma or a stereotype that was created Mm -hmm. that was passed down from generation to generation to generation. Right. So that's not to say that there can't be women that are more masculine that do different types of things. Right. That doesn't make them a man. That still makes them a woman mm-hmm. that has the ability to respond and act and carry on a, a culturally different lifestyle than uh, what we've been ingrained in to be. Yeah. You know, same thing with um, men. You know, not all men are are strong and burly and weightlifters and timbermen and, you know, whatever. Um, Some of them are very, very strong, very feminine, very um, uh, soft, gentle, Mm -hmm. uh, loving and kind. And and some of them are both. And so I think to stereotype one or the other in any aspect or even to transition one to to the other, I think we're, we're selling ourselves short. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you, you know, I, I was always a tomboy. I was not that little girly girl. 
mm-hmm. and for the longest time, because my mama, you know, is a girly girl. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know what to do with it. Your mom was a tomboy also. Yeah. yeah. So she had a couple girly girls and she had two or three tomboys and she wasn't sure what to do with those of us because we didn't like to paint our fingernails. We didn't like to put bows in our hair. You know, we were, we wanted to do other things. Mm-hmm. And so I think that when we're, we allow to bloom the way we're supposed right. to, it, but here's the thing, there's always going to be culture. And I think what's great about you and I, as different as we are, that we're both on a journey as to who we are. Mm-hmm. And I'm so encouraged because the promise and the promise I read in my reference book, as you guys know, is my Bible. It says that if we seek, we're going to find. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so as we seek those the, the purpose that we have, if we seek the desire of the heart that God gave us, as we seek his will, it's going to be countercultural just by design. And it's going to take on its own. The challenge we have to have is to not get caught up in cultural pockets along the way. And I I find myself, I do that sometimes. Like that's a whole conservative piece. That's a cultural Mm -hmm. pocket that if I'm allowed to be shoved in there, I can be shoved in there in a cultural dynamic that only takes a small portion of who I am as my values and shoves me in this big hole with all these other things that I have no intention of ever being a part of. So, Mm -hmm. so, so yeah. So my question is, um, are you sure? And are you in a space where you're aware that you're not changing one cultural stereotype Mm -hmm. for another cultural stereotype? Because I don't want you to settle right anywhere that you're not supposed to be. Yeah. So I'm, I'm aware. Um, am I, am I still trapped in maybe identities that, um, might not fit completely? Totally you know? Um, but I think that's, and I think that's what's caused me to be a little bit more reserved because it is an exploration. And Mm. because there is this combination of like, what is my heart telling me? What feels right? What's okay. Sometimes it's really not that serious. Right. Yeah. But it is, you know, and then, so, so it's like, or is it because of culture stuff? Is it because I was told this my whole life and I'm not this, so I have to be this or because yeah. I say I'm this, then like, because like, and I think I've said it before to, to be so odd, it's like automatically if you're gay, automatically if you're trans, automatically if you're like, whatever, you're automatically not conservative, not Christian, you're already kind of like godless, you know, all that sort of stuff, yeah, right? And bogus. <clears throat> it, it totally is, but it's like the stuff that we've been told and we, and like, I know I came to believe um, about myself because I let the world tell me who I was. So part of what I have to do is decipher who, who does God, who does God say I am? Right. And, and who do I want to be? And that's, that's good too. And I do believe that what God wants for me is what I want for me. I, I haven't always lived my life that way, but I do believe that God and I are on the same page. And with God, I'm more likely to actually get the results that I want than when I'm just trying to get them on my own. You know, like Mm. I, I don't know how to achieve the results I want without, without God in my life, without like a, an actual relationship with God. Um, right. I agree. And you know what, the, the, here's the thing we, we need to, and I think this is the transition point that we all experience in these different category description changes, labels, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. is that the desire of our heart is to serve our creator the creator's heart is to serve alongside with us and to carry us through. 
But here's the thing. We have to work through the process of aligning our heart and our desires with his heart right. and his desires. And that's where the journey is. And yeah. that's where we have to be careful not to get caught up on whatever stereotypes people have, no mm -hmm. matter what they are. You, you know, yeah. just like you described. It's not. It, it's, so, yeah, I think that's all. And I think that's why you and I can come to the table, have these conversations. We we decided to set all these cultural stereotypes aside, love one mm -hmm. another, and just move forward and encourage right. one another in that process. Because we, at the, the end of the day, if we seek, we're going to find. So, yeah. Well, and I think, I think we both, in our own little ways, we've chosen not to just stay in our little boxes. That you know is what true. I mean? Like neither one of us are box people. <laughs> you're, you're bad. You're a bad Christian, and I'm a bad queer. No, I'm just joking. That's you know it. what I mean? Like, in the sense that we're you know willing to kind of challenge um, the status quo, if you will, within mm -hmm. because we both became um, dissatisfied with yeah. with where we we're at and where we were going. Like I, I know for me, and I felt like I heard it from you in our conversations that we had just kind of hit a plateau. Being with being in the spaces we were and the, with the people that we were doing the same things, talking about the same yeah. things, reading the same things, like it just kind of rushed place. Well, there's got to be more to this. Like there's yeah. got to be something different or more because this is not like this is not like I want I want more. Like I I, I want yeah. to experience more. I want to experience differently. And so I feel like that's also to what we have in common is that we're both like really have that desire, that seeking to. Yeah, absolutely. To just. We, we don't want to settle outside of our promise, right? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I, so we're just, we're, we're just going for it. Mm -hmm. And we, we want to, we want to love on people along the way. We want to grow and understand and gain wisdom along the way. We're willing to change our titles and to change our descriptions along the way so that we can move forward and be that person that we were created to be. And um, yeah, I think that's what, that's our, that's our common. The Bible says that deep recognizes deep. And I feel mm. like that's our deep. And yeah. because that's our deep, none of this other stuff matters. It doesn't matter um, how old we are. doesn't matter what position we are in life. All that matters is that we're recognizing that deep. We're pursuing and seeking the purpose that God has for us. And we're, we're just moving past all these stereotypes, mm -hmm. encouraging one another along the way. Because I know I get hung up sometimes. And I love that you can just say something and it moves me forward. And it helps me to overcome whatever crazy I was going on in my mind. And mm -hmm. I hope that there's been times I've been able to do that for you Definitely. so that you can continue to move forward and, and move towards those things that, that uh, God has for you as well. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, I think that's part of like, um, I think for me, that's part of the growth is like, so I think for so long, and I think we've said this, but it's that idea of like needing to connect on the sameness. Like, I feel like, I feel like though that there has to be acknowledgement of the difference and not only just an acknowledgement, but kind of a celebration and a seeing that that's a gift, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's their gift. That's not the same gift as mine. Right. That's right. That's um, right. And, and collectively we are the body of Christ. We are 
we are, you know, like we're, we're all our own parts. We all can't be the okay. hand. We all can't be the foot. We all can't be the knee. You know, some of us need to be the lashes <laughs> <I'm just joking>. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. You're doing that quite well. I might add. I know. I was talking with somebody the other day who was in recovery and we were kind of like talking about that idea of like oneness that if we're all one and then the thought of like, okay, the body analogy, if we're all one body, then as alcoholic and addicts, we're like, what part are we? And we're like, Oh my God, we're the mind, which is scary oh. because because that's the scariest part of an alcoholic and an addict, at yeah. least in my experience. That's funny. That's but, funny. Right? And please don't get hung up on what body part you are because that could be a whole nother set of um, counseling. I know, right? Well, and hope, I mean, I would think that the, I mean, I know that, like, I would just think that the, I would hate to limit the idea that we're just part of a bigger body that looks like us. Yeah. Yeah. That's, looks that's a great point. That, yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point. I hope it's something a lot more sparklier. Yeah. <laughs> me too. I like sparkles. Oh, I sent right? you a picture of my boots. Very mm, fun. That was a good find. <laughs> that's a great find. <laughs> so, so that's another deep recognizes deep. We have a, a, a similar level of sparkle, although I don't express it as well as he does online. I, I just had mine on the outside. You have yours on the inside because I was. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, because the the thing that I always love is that when I when I call you, you are always like chipper. Like yeah. you are always like you always sound so excited to to hear me. And it's just like, it just, it's yes, just I like, that, that's sparkle. I just put it on my, <laughs> I put it on my arm, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that lifts people's spirit. <laughs> I, I have a harder time sometimes doing it with my words in, in, in different ways, at least, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. And that, and like mm-hmm. you said, that's what our unique differences are. Yeah. That's our unique differences are. It brings us yeah. to an amazing place together though, doesn't it? Yeah. How, how has this experience been for you with this being our last episode? Is there any surprises along the way or? Um, no, not really. I, I, it's been a good experience for me, but I, I just love um, conversation. Uh, conversation mm-hmm. with people that I care about is a bonus, but I, I just love talking to people. I love um, encouraging people. It's one of the things that uh, I believe God's equipped me for. Um, and so I've enjoyed that. And I just hope that, um, what little bit of knowledge I've been able to share a little bit of whatever I've been able to say over the last 12 weeks has been encouraging to someone or brought some sparkle to someone or lifted their spirits, made them laugh even for a moment Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, life is good. Life is good. And every, every opportunity we have to share it with someone else is definitely, I would consider a gift Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't want to take that lightly. So for me, this has been an incredible an incredible journey. And I thought it was going to be much harder than it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shame on me for thinking that. I, I, I thought there was a possibility that um, there were going to be people mad at me because of the description of, of who I am. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, I'm, and I'm grateful that that wasn't the case. Yeah. And for those of you who are, I'm ready to have a conversation. And I want yeah. you to be able to have that conversation with me. And because I am here to just care. Because I care about what's happening to each and every one of you. I've gotten a lot of messages saying, gosh, I love your aunt so much. I, you're so lucky to have her. I wish she was my aunt. Or, oh, <laughs> I was like, I know. Isn't she great? <laughs> that's very kind. Thank yeah. you very well, much. Well, I feel like that is a big part of our, you know, yes, we put these labels on us um, like for 
others to kind of connect with us, but also part of our our goal was to also tell people that there's more to us than yeah. just that, or just because that label's on us, that doesn't mean that the questions stop there. You know, it's like, just because okay. you're, you're a Christian, what does that mean to you? Like, it means something to you different than it might mean to me or, you know, somebody else. And so it's about encouraging people to continue the questions and not just like, assume okay. that because somebody has claimed this, or even like, a lot of times, I think we just put labels on people. Mm. Oh, you're right. And sometimes we do that before we even know them. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm guilty. And I, I work mm. on this daily. You know, why? How dare I have an opinion about someone I don't even know? And that's what it is. That's what a label is. It's an mm-hmm. opinion. Yep. And and we need to realize that that it's, it's an opinion that I have about this person. And if that label goes a step further, and lines up with the culture around it, that can be devastating to people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and we just need to, to not, not do that. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I think, I think it's a, like, I think it's a place that I can like, so like intellectually I can get it and I can be working on like letting go of my identities and not getting caught up in that. But I also can have compassion and understanding, or sometimes I have a hard time with like I can have compassion and understanding for people who need to be in those identities in order to be safe and to heal and to thrive, to live, you know, like that. I know that for me, there was times when I needed all that. Right. And so, and also I know how much has come out of being able to leave those as well. So it's always yeah. like this interesting balance of having compassion for people in where they're at and in their situations. And then also like, then how though, how can we help people move past that as well so that we don't just, you know, uh, settle in -hmm. our little boxes and not really, I think, take advantage of uh, everything that like God or life has in store for us. Cause, cause I believe, cause I believe we're meant for more than that. Yeah. Yeah, you know that we've talked about this before. Uh, Ephesians tells us far more than we can think or imagine. Hmm. And so, you know, I, I yeah, for real. I, have I, imag- I have a great imagination, but me too. And I'm excited about that. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's even better than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever just have, have you ever just and if, for those of you who are are a little less creative, I encourage you to do this. Have you ever just sat and thought about stuff? I mean, just sit and just set a timer Never. for thirty seconds or for a minute. And say, okay, I just want to think now about the most, whatever it is. If it's something that a a situation you're in that you're trying to get out of, if it's a goal you've had or a dream you've had, just sit and think about it. Do Mm -hmm. that for 30 seconds or a minute and then take the next 30 seconds or a minute and write down whatever comes to your mind about that. Mm -hmm. And then just know, just know. And if you don't want to read it for yourself or you have never heard it, just hear my voice saying, it's far more than that. Right. So make sure you let your mind go crazy on all this stuff. Let the sparkle be everywhere. Mm. And just and just know that it's even more than that. And and the only the only thing we have to do is to pursue it daily. Be kind and loving and generous. Do the best you can and walk in discernment as we move forward. And don't allow especially negative or cultural labels mm-hmm. to steal from you. Yeah. Because I think we do that. Yeah. Or even your own negative things. I mean, yeah. I think there, I mean, all of us have done something wrong at some point in time in our <laughs> yes, life. Yes, we have. And <laughs> Maybe like, even today. Right? Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, I think we act like that's not, hum- like, 
that's just not, I don't know, like that's not right. Or somehow that makes us like bad or horrible or something. But I've, I've been listening to this podcast called the confessional and Mm -hmm. um, it's a pastor, um, Nadia Boltz Weber, 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 Web. Uh, um, anyway, uh, she um, interviews people and they give confession basically. And so oh. they confess about different things that they had done um, in their life. Everything from like, you know, like there was one where this guy was driving a car and he killed a person who, who actually was trying to commit suicide by jumping into oh, his car goodness. and kind of talking about how that impacted his life and, other, I mean, there was just like a lot of these different sorts of things, but there was in hearing their side and it was, it was in a, it was a sense that they were owning it. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, don't feel bad for me because I made this like horrible decision, but yeah, I did. And then like, what do I do about like, well, one, you have to bring it to light. Like I, I do believe we're only as sick as our secrets. And so mm. like, we, we do have to share those sorts of things with people. Um, and usually when we do, we realize that um, we're not the only one, you know, we're not the only one who's yeah. who had a similar experience in one way or another or that sort of thing. Um, yeah, that's, the, that's the power that comes with our testimony. I, I, mm-hmm. I will say one, one thing to add to that said a, a, a testimony or a confession as it may, um, you need to do that with discernment and with wisdom. Yeah. Because that is something that that can be hurtful and harmful to you, but it's also could be a treasure under the covering of God because mm-hmm. those things can build character. But if you expose it in areas where it can be used against you, then that's that can be debilitating to you. Yeah. So so yeah, so that's that's really important. And and I think you're you've made some great points. We have to remember that those things help us to build character. If we didn't have any hardships or anything negative ever happened to us, we would have horrible character. I know I would. Right. I, I would probably be an arrogant person that no one could ever talk to. You know, mm-hmm. so we have to have those things so that they can build character and make us stronger and and move us forward, so that we have the ability to be compassionate and loving and kind to the people that God are going to put around us. Yeah. You know, and and give give us understanding in that regard. So, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's what makes us human. You know, that makes us not Absolutely. God. We're, we're going to make those mistakes. I don't think that those mistakes are created so that we can have character. But I think that if we respond to the situations, it can be an opportunity for us to to build character, if you will, or to mm-hmm. to grow from or whatever, because yep. Absolutely. Not, not all of us choose to do that. I don't think, yeah, I just don't think that it's like, intentional you know like i know like some people have this perception that people believe that god is like okay i'm gonna like cause this car to hit you oh yeah no no so that you learn (laughs) so you learn to be have gratitude for walking you know like it doesn't that's not what we're saying like they're not saying that that's what happens or that's how it works yeah (laughs) yeah yeah thank you yeah you're right that's not what we're saying that's not what we're saying yeah but it's kind of like, like for me, the idea is like, oh yeah, but you also, you do get hit by cars or you got hit by a car. Mm-hmm. And because you got hit by the car, you can choose to have, you can have a different response to it. And like, for me, if I can bring spirituality, my understanding of God, my whatever into that situation, 
then it can become, I can find the good in it and I can focus and move forward with that rather yeah. than, rather than being stuck in the, in the, the, the not, the not good. And I even right, hate right. using, I even hate using the word good and bad because I feel like it just is um, like things just are. Um, but I do know that we do tend to label things good and bad for whatever yeah. reason. Um, but I think right. that can all, also be limiting. It, it can be because good and bad is relative to your perspective. Mm -hmm. it, is, yes. it, it truly is. It's relative to your perspective. I also want to remember that um, in the middle of circumstances, positive or negative, um, I know that I struggle with having a desired outcome. And I think that desired yeah. outcome is okay to a point, but that outcome may come different than what we expect it to. I'm a very systematic, okay, this is what my end result is. So this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is gonna, and then sometimes these things in the middle don't happen. Right. And so sometimes I feel like that I'm uh, missing the end result. And then when I finally walk through that circumstance, whatever it is, I end up at the same result. Mm. And I think, oh, see, I, I, I fretted so much that it was not going away that I could have potentially missed some of these things along the way that could have helped me be stronger coming out the backside. Mm -hmm. So Indeed. yeah, it's all, it's all purposeful. We just have to not get hung up on that in the middle. And I know that's easier said than done, <laughs> but coming from some experience of some pretty crazy things and you coming from the experience of some pretty crazy and even horrific things, um, we're here to tell you that you can do it. Right. You can There's do like it. That's right. And it's, and it's potentially amazing on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. we're here to be your cheerleaders. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think the big thing is just to show people that it it exists, like it's possible. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's it's just possible because I think for so long, I mean, I think that's what I love about the the fact, you know, like one of the things that's not so great about like internet and technology and like social media is like one of the great things is people can see that you can exist differently. You yeah. know, there are different ways to see things and live and be, and, and you can choose um, rather than maybe having to stay where you were or Absolutely. what you've been told. And also, <laughs> you know, it, that comes with some other things as well. You can kind mm -hmm. of lose your, you could potentially lose yourself and all that um, sure too. So I think that's a big thing for me. Like you asked me kind of where I was at with that, as far as like falling into a stereotype or that sort of thing. And I think, I think I'm just at that space of discerning, okay, what is it that I want, regardless right. of what everyone else is thinking? And that's, right. that's like the really hard part, I think, especially when part of your existence is, or your exploration is on the outside. So it's like, um, I'm not going to exist like this just in my room by myself um, and not be in the world and be happy and content. Like I, I, I want and I have a desire to be in community with people. But my yeah. existence in the form that I am creates challenges in some situations. Um, uh, like people just don't know what to do with me. Um, and yeah. that's and that's okay, but it's also can be, uh, sometimes that can cause me just not to be um, because I don't want to go through that awkwardness or that, yeah. like I don't want it to be a thing you know, it's like, I want to like, some days I want to like, if I like decided I wanted to go out and walk the streets like this because I wanted to, you know, I, I don't, it, I like, I don't necessarily 
like even people just like, and I think women get this a lot, like just like telling you how great you look or like blah, 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 things like that. It's like, I I didn't do this to go like, like, actually, I don't want you to comment on the way I look like, you know what I mean? Like there's times when I love that and I want that. And then there are other times when I was like, you know, I just want to like, I'm just another person here. Um, And I don't, you know, like you didn't tell that you didn't read that person about what they're wearing. Why are you, you know what I mean? Like there's sometimes you just want to exist and not, not be, I don't know. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's it's, it's a hard thing though. I think we all, we all go through that. You Mm -hmm. know, I, when I go out looking fantastic, I get, I get looks and I get um, um, people saying and not saying when I go out looking frumpy, same kind of thing. So, yeah. So I, I, it's like the, we just have, I think there's certain aspects of things we just have to endure um, that, that we can't, we can't get out of. And that's why I think where it comes from our own mindset as to who we are, what we're doing, how we live. You know, it's amazing to me how the minorist, uh, minor, is that a word? Minorist? Is that a word? <laughs> how, how, okay, how about little things? <laughs> uh-huh. How such, such little things can have such an effect on my uh, thought process. Mm-hmm. You know, these little things, they can either derail me to a negative side or they can shoot me over the top to a positive side. And um, I've been real conscious of, of some of those things. And a lot of those things aren't even about what other people have said to me or evaluated me or even looked to me. Some of that stuff I bring on myself. And because of an area that maybe I feel inadequate or feel subconscious about or, you know, whatever. Let me show you a funny story, <laughs> if you don't mind, just real quick. Oh, uh-uh. Little tiny thing. Stole my whole opportunity to... Um, love on my neighbor. So I live in an area in my community. We, I live in a cul-de-sac and we, our neighbors are amazing. We love each other. We're outside almost every day having a conversation while the kids mm-hmm. are running around on their little bikes out there. So one day I'm out there and um, talking and it dawned on me. Um, I have Invisalign to, for my teeth because I have a gap that I'm trying to fix. And for whatever reason that morning, I don't even know what I was thinking. I added some turmeric to my coffee. Mm. Okay. It tastes yummy for anyone who wants to try it. It's yummy, but (laughs) it made my Invisalign yellow. Mm-hmm. Well, anyone who knows, I have to wear these for a couple of days in between before I re- get new pair. So I had two days of yellow teeth. Uh. So I had forgotten that my teeth were yellow. I mean, they were like yellow, like, ew, I don't think that lady brushes her teeth yellow. Mm-hmm. So most of the time it was fine because I have a face mask on. Well, we're out in our in, out in my yard talking to my neighbor and all of a sudden to my mind, nobody said a word to me. So right. I'm like, oh, my teeth are yellow. I should stop talking. <laughs> Oh, right. It just dawned on me. Oh my gosh, my teeth are horribly yellow. She's going to think I never, she never said a word to me. She's talking away, blah, 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 blah. Not saying a right. word about my yellow teeth. And here I am in my head. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, she must think I'm so gross because my, so then I felt like I needed to explain it to her. She doesn't care if I put turmeric in my coffee. Right. So it, it made the whole situation awkward. Now, here's the worst part of it. She was trying to share something with me about her day, and I was so caught up in my teeth being yellow that I couldn't respond to her in a positive, encouraging way because I couldn't get past that my teeth were yellow. Mm Kind of dumb, I know, but it's those little things that can derail that opportunity where we have to either be blessed or bless somebody else or be a part of something bigger than ourselves. And that probably speaks to something bigger. Yeah. If we like 
if we For were sure. to really like look at it. Um, yeah. yeah. I yes. don't want to do that right now because it could be embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the only thing I just want to bring up too is like some, some of the things we don't sometimes have power over. And so there sometimes are like safety concerns about existing yeah. in certain places in certain ways. Oh, absolutely. All that sort of stuff um, as well. We are like, it's almost done. Oh my goodness. Season one is almost done. 12 weeks. <laughs> wow, I'm going to miss know. everybody. I know, right? Well, I, I'm not going to miss you because we're still going to get together. <laughs> oh, we are. We are. Yeah, we just won't. Everyone else it's, will just have to. I will say it's different though because you don't always dress up for just me. And, oh, no, and sometimes we just do a conversation <laughs> on the phone so I don't get to see you. So it'll be a little different. Right. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah. And just for, I guess, um, for folks, because uh, we just have a few more minutes just to let folks know we are planning on taking a little break, probably, yeah. probably at least I'm thinking probably into mid January or February. I don't know. What do you okay. think? Yeah, well, I think we can talk about it some more. You guys watch our right. Facebook. We'll, we'll yeah. post some stuff on Keep there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so so definitely like, you know, subscribe to um, either the YouTube channel or the podcast. If you subscribe to the podcast, then you'll get notified that way. Or if you subscribe on our um, any of our social medias. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the things that I would encourage you to do that if you I think a lot of folks have been I and that's one of the things that I've really loved about, you know, like you hear we hope that people would hear this and like take something from it. And I just am constantly encouraged when hearing stories of people who have like who are listening or heard listened once and and took something from it and so um please do feel like if this is something that you know you you have enjoyed you have found helpful or useful to yeah. please share please share it with other people um so that they can hear it as well um uh, I mean, that, I mean that's my biggest wish is that um yeah. is that if, if you do find this um useful to please share it with others that you think might as well um, and to continue to have the conversations within your own um, families and you know would would love to hear about how things have been going for you as well um, if you've been daring enough to start sitting at the table <laughs> yeah 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 that's our whole goal here is to for is restoration uh, mm -hmm. we know that there's a lot of um, families that have been torn apart but by lots of different things and we're just addressing a few. Um, but we just want to encourage you to trust who you are. Uh, trust the the space where you, your life began with your family and work towards it. You know, um, we're available. We're available even though we won't be being live every week. Right. Uh, reach out to us on one of our social platforms. One of us will respond. Mm -hmm. If you guys have things that you would like us to talk about or even specific things that you think maybe we've gone through or that we need to share with you guys in season two, uh, let us know because, yeah. you know, we, we are, we want to be open. We want to share, we're still growing. Um, so I'm sure there'll be opportunities where those experiences that you're going to share with us are going to be helpful to us and right. move us forward also. So we really, with the best of our ability, want to create an open conversation and um, just do life together. Mm -hmm. yeah, let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like, you know, yeah. everything from like, gosh, you guys talk too long or, <laughs> Gosh, it's a, you guys need to talk more or I would love to hear more of this, less of that, or like, 
you know, any of that sort of stuff will just kind of help us. I mean, we're going to yeah. go through our own process of discerning what's going to make the most sense for us to go into season two, but uh, we'd love to hear, you know, how you all have been experiencing it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes. And in the meantime, too, if you, uh, if you like this sort of conversation and stuff, you might like some of the other work uh, that I do with a queer chaplain. Um, so there is a podcast called a queer chaplain as well. And if you, you know, follow any of my socials, you'll also see like some other series around interviewing drag queens and talking about their spirituality yeah. and faith leaders um, about how they're, um, you know, leading and creating space in uh, 2020 and kind of the um, interesting kind of dynamics and situations that are kind of changing the way that church yeah. um, and spiritual care is happening. Um, so those are some ways to, I guess, stay connected until we're able uh, to get the second season up and going. Um, yeah. Also, um, during the holiday season, um, I've, I like to celebrate Christmas, and I was asked to participate in a Christmas program on a podcast called Women of Responsibility. Mm -hmm. um, I will be sharing a passage out of Luke and have an interview with Ree. She's the host there. Uh, so check out that podcast. That's a great podcast. And uh, I'm not sure which day yet I'll be on there, but was, hey, much for me. What was the name again? It's called Women of Responsibility. Okay, great. Um, and people can find that wherever they listen to a podcast? Yep, wherever they listen to podcasts. And there's also right. a Facebook page there as well. That'll help you get started if you need some some okay. assistance on finding that. All right. And we can, we can, yeah, we can definitely post it in the comments and or in the description um, wherever people are watching this as well. Um, and just, uh, I'll also include the link for the confessional, um, which is the podcast yeah. that I mentioned earlier. And then one other podcast that I would like to kind of put out there as well as there's a podcast called, um, this little light of mine, um, oh, yeah. that was created by James Powell, um, in Canada. And he's actually going to be a guest on the queer chaplain podcast on December the 23rd. But mm -hmm. he he was part of the um, part part of the first group of people to start an LGBTQ affirming Baptist church, and so um, he'll be talking a little bit about that. But he kind of talks about his experience of of kind of growing up gay and fundamentalist Christian environments and how he's kind of reconciled and and healed from his experience with that as as a gay man. Um, so it's a pretty powerful um, series. It sounds awesome. And I apologize for the 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 um the noise that has come through a couple of times because my notifications <laughs> uh, came <laughs> didn't didn't get turned off. <laughs> uh, well, good. All right. So, do you wanna do you wanna say um? Like we have one person saying, Angel saying, looking forward to hearing his experience. Yes, it'll be great. Yeah. Um, I'll also include the link as well. So. Um, thank you, everyone who has um, come along with us on this journey. Yeah, um, thanks so much. It's been really great, and I'm really excited for the next season. Um, have a happy holiday season, whatever you celebrate. Yes. Um, stay connected. Reach out to the ones you love, um, and just I don't know, be be kind to one another. Tina, did you want to say? Yeah, anything? and don't forget, we care about what's happening to you. So have a wonderful holiday season and we'll talk to you sometime next year. All right. For, for the final time, season yep. one, here, here's our outro. Bye-bye now. Bye. Splintered Grace Podcast 
is brought to you by a queer chaplain. Follow us on all of our social media, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at a queer chaplain. Listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe, comment, like, and share. Feel free to tip us at Venmo, Bonnie Violet, and support monthly on Patreon. The song is original by Stephen Sandman, The Chasm Between Us. Rest in peace, Stephen. Hey, uh, how's it going? Bonnie Violet here. I'm a trans femme, genderqueer, spiritual drag artist, and digital chaplain. And in case you didn't know, I could really use your support. Engage, rate, subscribe, follow, comment, share this episode, book me to keynote, panel, guest, on your show, or officiate your wedding or memorial, in or out of drag, collaborate, join the team, be a guest, make a pitch, sponsor an episode, join my Patreon, send me a tip on Venmo or PayPal, just do something. Thank you so much for your continued support. Check out the links in the description.